guys. Welcome to the show. It's the Air Buds. And we're still talking about basketball because what else is there to say? Who needs it? We do. We do. More than we most. We need the basketball. I need it every day. Um, if I, I, I almost got a tattoo today and I thought about just getting a basketball. I ended up not getting a tattoo because I didn't know what I wanted. Um, but if I got a basketball tat- inspired tattoo, what and, and you were in charge of it, what would you what would you have me get? You with a basketball tattoo in your body. Um, it'd probably be you uh, sucking. Uh, uh, <laughs> Jesus. Probably you sucking Verizhow off. <laughs> yeah, Anderson Verizhow. Not even the wildest tattoo concept I saw today. I walked into a place right by me and they had like a bunch of lookbooks. And the first page that I opened to was just like a full-blown wolf, like a head and hands, and just like a naked chick's body. Wait. Why was the hands? It was like like a werewolf where it was like full human wolf hands and a wolf head and just like a big old set of boobies. Double D fakes? I mean, I know, like El Natural. There was some reels? Yeah. Some, some big natties? <laughs> some natty lights, you know? Man, whatever happened to big naturals? Everybody <laughs> uses... The term big naturals is still a part of our life, but the website has disappeared. Those guys really <laughs> fucked up the money. The big naturals guys, come on the pod. If you go, on, if you go to the big naturals website, it's just... Uh, the music video for vitamin C's graduation song. I, uh, uh, if you want to support the buds, uh, hit us up on Patreon. It's uh, patreon.com backslash airbuds. Uh, pod. Also, pod uh, also add airbuds pod on all the socials. Uh, what else? What else do we say here, Peter? Leave us a review and we'll make Mike read it. Yeah. Michael read that shit uh, tomorrow. And then we, uh, some other, yeah. If, oh, we actually have a new review. Oh, really? Hey, talk to us. Oh, wow. Uh, still good. From D4SNIIP3R3RD0G4N. Five stars. They might not have anything nice to ever say about the Warriors, but boy, these boys can podcast. I take it back. I just listened to the championship pod. Also, and then they were cut off. Nice. Word to the wise, if you are leaving an Apple review, like they cut your shit off after four lines no matter what. So keep up the good work. Thank you so much. Um, but personally, D4SNIIP3R3RD0G4N. Uh, yeah, we love you. We love you and we love D4L. If you had anything to do with the rap group D4L, thanks. Just for getting that going. I think that's their it's their manager. Nice. Um, I feel like we're in basketball hangover mode right now because every Bleacher Report fucking thing I get on my phone is like something that Draymond said about a podcast or trolling anybody. Like, it, like is like, am I gonna have to turn off my Bleacher Report notifications? 
Brother, I have I am a hundred percent locked in to WNBA stuff. I have I gave the Warriors their flowers. I salute Draymond Green for saving the podcast industry. Uh, Steph is top ten. Uh, Isaiah Thomas is officially out, and it doesn't have anything to do with how bad he was as a Knicks coach or a New York Liberty coach slash executive or him. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to make that joke. Happy Juneteenth, everybody. <laughs> Point is, I know what's what, and I don't have to watch it. Does that make me – is that is that wrong of me? Um, to just be like, I'm done with the year now? Can you explain to me the Commissioner Cup? Basically, they took like – it's like every team plays each other twice, and the results of these specific – it's like one-fourth of the schedule, the results of that are an in-season tournament where two teams play for like a few A million hundred. dollars? Yeah, it's like less than a mil, but it's more <laughs> than half a mil. So it's like basically the two best teams are just going to make some more money anyways? Uh, essentially. But it's like they make it this weird amount of games because there's a chance that one of the not best teams would have a chance. Like Chicago um, just locked the spot up. and Chicago lost to Indiana the other day. Yeah, but they're still third in the overall rank. Like, it's yeah, like, no, it's it's one of the better teams is going to get it just because that's how uh, the game of basketball works. I guess that's how game works in general, just all game. Yeah. yeah. And so that is what's happening. Basically, there's the better teams getting some more cash. Um, all right. Well, I, I wanted to throw a WNBA headline at me, and then I'll throw you something that was uh, alleged that happened in the NBA offseason. Well, I don't. It's not really a headline, but it's just that um, Skylar Dickens is back. Skylar Dickens was beefing with Diana Taurasi about a month ago, and had some cryptic tweets, and then wasn't with the team for a couple games, and now she's back. And um, Phoenix is finding their way. You know, I mean, it's still got to be incredibly depressing to play without Brittany Griner, but they're starting to float back to 500. And they look good. Dickens playing good. Tarasi's playing less. Is that the weirdest vibe ever? To be like, oh, our team's not whole because Vladimir Putin is Kidnapped punishing Joe Biden. Starting center, yeah. With our starting center's freedom. Yeah, and it sucks because, like, you know, it's like only like, only like, only like twelve thousand people in America care. But it's wild because, like, Diana Taurasi's done so much for Russia. You would think Putin would, like, know that she's yeah. on a clock. Come on, man. Act like I didn't send them. Act like I didn't bring them guns through in, in 2012. I, yeah. It's, that, that is the, that's got to be a weird-ass situation. And it's just depressing. Like, all right, guys, we got to play better better transition defense also i hope britney's okay <laughs> yeah every time out you're like damn i shouldn't be drawing this play up at all yeah it's like should we just go protest i don't know that's a weird 
But like I said, they I mean, they were struggling. The first couple months of the year, they were struggling. And I'm pretty sure this had a lot to do with it. And Tarasi and Diggins are screaming at each other. But I think I think they've I think they're finding their way. Okay. Well, they're at the bottom of the league right now, so they gotta pull off a a nice couple months here to get them back even in the playoffs, right? I mean, yeah, for sure. And Indiana's getting good. They got some rookies that are good. I think that Destiny Henderson has got the best three-point percentage, even though that's like a false, like, because she doesn't nearly have the most attempts. Like, I think the actual best three-point shooter this year is Kelsey Plum. But percentage-wise. What's your – how are you feeling about your own Washingtons? Well, I mean – Deladon has the loose Jenga back. <laughs> it's just, it's Larry Bird in 92, dog. She has to come to the stadium 12 hours early just so she could play 30 minutes. And basically, when she plays, we win. When she doesn't, we lose. Okay. Okay. It's, it's as simple as that. It's a bold it strategy. Sucks. I know. I mean, they don't travel because they make them fly southwest. <laughs> Even though you know what, I know a lot of people hate on Southwest, but the worst seat in planes is the the front row on JetBlue. Why is that? Because it it's not more room, dog, and you don't get a TV. <laughs> It's like sitting inside a filing cabinet, but you got all this room for your legs. I could stretch my legs. It's like, let me lay on the floor then. <laughs> That'd be wild if they just sold you someone like the floor in front of you on a JetBlue flight. Yeah, so like, just yeah. Like get to lay down. <laughs> <laughs> yep, another hundred bucks, you get to lay down, and everyone else just has to get out of your way. <laughs> when I'm rolling around, yeah. <laughs> Like fucking loose luggage. I'm trying to tell you, man. I'm trying to tell you. Peter, let me also say something to you, man. Happy Father's Day, brother. Oh, thanks, dude. Happy Father's Appreciate Day. And thanks for thanks for doing the show on your day because I wasn't gonna do the show on my day. Um, which is just all Mondays because you're Garfield. For sure. Hate Mondays, love lasagna. You <laughs> niggas know. You niggas know what time it is. I just in the in the terms of holidays, do you what's more important, Juneteenth or Father's Day? Oh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Juneteenth. I mean, you I mean, have to, and I thank you. I mean, technically, today. I mean, today is both. Today is we're recording this on a Sunday night, and also yeah. like when I was about ever walking around Brooklyn today, the uh, our neighborhood like the family barbecue vibes. We're, we're coursing with the energy of it being both Juneteenth and Father's Day. It's amazing. And you have the day off tomorrow. So like the, I mean, the, the cookouts, the music, it was, it was now let me, vibrant. It was vibrant. Can I just say one thing? Sure. You can know, say more than I, one. I don't know how many white people are supposed to get off today being Monday. Okay, I actually have, and I understand if you you clip what I'm about to say, it'll prevent me from running for office 
Go in ahead. Not in not red red states, go, but like go ahead, hang yourself, do it. I'm conflicted about the vibes of Juneteenth becoming a national holiday because it feels very put on to give every like every we all just get a day off all of a sudden. It it just it the day itself feels like Nancy Pelosi in the African scarf kneeling. For like I out of nowhere, only people in Texas knew about this for hundreds of years. Then knew about suddenly, about Juneteenth. Yeah, because it happened to them in Texas. Yeah, this is why this shit happened. Because you don't, you don't know. No, nah, dude, I don't know. Peter, okay, here's what the fuck happened. They outlawed slavery, and then because there's no internet or telephones, the niggas in Texas was like, we're just not going to tell them. <laughs> and so then when they finally found out, they called it Juneteenth. So it's already fucked up. General Order Number 3 by Union Army General... Gordon Granger on June 9th proclaiming freedom of enslaved people in Texas. So they always were getting it popping in Texas. This has been since, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. They This is their holiday. And then we wow. all found out and was like, damn, for real? <laughs> like, let's do this. And this was up. I mean, I... I, I mean, you I, just have I, to figure out a new system on who gets the day off. Yeah, That's all I, I mean, I thought this was first of all created in the writers' room of Atlanta originally. Of course, as you as you think, you know, Donald Glover just like yeah, yeah. leading le- <laughs> leading the way. Um, but yeah, it's like I work with a lot of white people, and as a white, like I feel like there should be like. I feel like this is actually making a better case for why reparations are so important. I just, it needed to be official and not just somebody on Instagram tagging me in a post that's like, hey, if you guys are giving <laughs> black people money, how about you give it to, give some to Jamel? <laughs> I just want it official. That's all. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's a weird vibe. Anywho, uh, Bradley Beal to the Lakers rumors are back. Yeah, uh, I, was about to say, I was about to say Bradley Beal is officially off your team. I mean, dude, he opened a court and then airballed a three. He shot the first three at a court that he rebuilt and airballed that bitch in front of like 400 people. All right, what's, what's more embarrassing? M- Michael Jordan... Um, not, uh, like what's more embarrassing. Is it Michael Jordan hiring Kenny Atkinson and then Kenny Atkinson saying no thanks or Bradley Beal opening up a court and airballing a three in front of 150 people? Uh, Bradley Beal airballing the three. Cause I mean, like Michael find a coach. You can't get that three back. You can't get that three back. You cannot get that three back. That three is on video. Kenny doing take backs. 
I mean, big deal. I think Kenny Atkinson's a good coach, but like, who knows if he's the answer for the team? They probably need a coach. They need somebody who's just going to let them run. Is that Kenny Atkinson? I don't know. Or was that Kenny Atkinson? I don't know. I don't know. They need a. They need some more like rebounding help. Well, they upgraded. They, they upgraded from a, a Zeller to a Plumley. It's like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, Montrez is currently facing fucking distribution charges, which is crazy. Which is also probably doing them some favors. Hey, you wouldn't. Hey, they were <laughs> honestly, trying. honestly, honestly, they were honestly. Ah, no. They were not trying to pick up that whole tab. Free Montrez. But I know Mike is like. <laughs> don't don't free him too much, though. Yeah, just. <laughs> can you free him, but then still have some paperwork that I can have? <laughs> yeah. Not like Juneteenth free. Like, you know. Yeah, like something. Uh, oh, no. Something, though. But exactly. They're a problem. They got other problems. That maybe the coach couldn't fix. Kenny Atkinson wanted to stay with the Warriors. That's just classic Warriors basketball. The Warriors don't let anybody have anything. When the Warriors are popping, can't nobody else have fun. And we all forget, this is also how it was when the Bulls were playing. This is also what Michael Jordan... You can't have nice things. Everybody is just going to go home mad. Unless you're Steph. Draymond's mom. I don't know, man. It does make me depressed that they won because now I'm not even excited for basketball next year. Why not? I don't know. If I can't, I can't do another Warriors winning again. They're beatable. This is hey, whatever, man. It's, it could be good. What this did, what this season did for me, was remind me that Game Seven of the 2016 Finals was the best basketball game ever played. Every year that goes past. That game gets better. People still watch it every year. It is amazing. It's the best basketball game. It's better than any any finals game that Michael Jordan has. Better than the flu game. The flu game was actually boring as fuck. Except for nobody rewatches any other finals game. The last five minutes of that game, nobody scored, and it's the most compelling television that's ever happened. Everyone who watched it cried. (laughs) <laughs> or watched someone and cried at their behavior <laughs> yeah i mean whatever you if you had it on somebody in the room was in tears oh man the saddest thing time. that happens in the fucking flu game jordan gets a tip dunk and then he does the little maracas with his hands that's it that's it that's got nothing on that do you think that them winning this championship, I know, listen, I know Kevin Durant is the most online possible and is going to clap back and say whatever he wants to whoever and not let things bug him. But do you think that, like, them winning another one without him lessens his championships in, like, the Stephen A-ness of it all? I mean, only in the eyes of the fans. The well, what other eyes are there? Well, dog, who gives a shit what the, the gods think? Yeah, the basketball gods 
have a different opinion of what took place, I think. Well, here's what I'll say. This is what I'll say. Kevin Durant came on the team and made it his team. He didn't he didn't take a backseat role, which I think still makes them valid. It'd be different if he was like suddenly he got on this team and was only shooting 10 shots a game. It was his team. He was the one who ultimately got to shoot the he ended the series. I mean, dog, it's hard to win. I don't know what anybody else is supposed to say. Because, we, I mean, what? He was supposed to wait until he was 39 and then go play for the Warriors? That's true. That's a fair point. It's hard to win. It just feels like... And I guess probably knowing what we know now, they like they, but they were just so close... They were like one Clay Thompson hitting 10 three-pointers away from being in the finals again. They were there. You know what this thing, you know what it did for me, this title? It, it, it dropped. I took away two swag points from Clay. Like I know Clay came back from some very serious injuries and I'm, and I'm happy to see the man walking and, and playing in big games. But, um, I just found out I was just reminded that he's a little a little twerp. Like for him in the middle of the finals press conference to be like fuck the Grizzlies out of nowhere. I mean, dude, remember in that 2016 final when him and Steph were just talking all the shit about the Cavs when they were up? That was like Clay was one of the the main re- like other than Draymond dick hitting, Clay was one of the main reasons why they were like fueling that comeback and that arrogance. I forgot that I just forgot that Clay was a little fucking nincompoop. <laughs> He's a nincompoop. He's a nincompoop, dude. Just to. And I think, and I think, Dry Morant had it right to say that they they've got some real estate in the Warriors' mind. Oh, dude, they're coming. I hope they continue to come because that makes next year fun, man. If they have yeah. to play the Grizzlies again, next year is fun, and all of this is worth it because that's a rivalry. That's something we can get behind. That's Jordan versus the Pistons. It's fun, and me? also, yeah. I mean, you've also got. Uh... Who's going to be better next year? Um, Dallas, unfortunately. Dallas, Denver. No DeJounte Murray all year. DeJounte Murray's gone? Oh, you mean Jamal. Jamal Murray, sorry. Pardon me. I mean, yeah, what are they going to – they've got too many guards. So they're going to make a deal for somebody. Like, one of them is going. Between, Between Bones Highland, Monte Morris, and Jamal Murray, somebody has to go. Because they can Does get like another piece. Does Christian Wood really make Dallas that much better immediately? I think they have a lob threat at least. Yeah, at least someone that just they, Luka can throw it up to. That is crazy they didn't have a lob threat. That's what I'm saying. They got that far with nobody who could catch a fucking lob. It is a team that is stuck to the ground. Yeah, man. So I think this makes them, this changes the spacing for them. It should be good. It's honestly one of the only places that I would accept Christian Wood being a plus. Like I've seen Bleacher Report was trying to say that 
Memphis should go after him. And I was like, that's dumb as shit. Yeah. Memphis, I mean, just got to hold the course, really. I mean, a veteran would be nice. For sure. Like a P.J. Tucker type. Yeah. Andre Iguodala would have been nice, which I think P.J.'s nice. I agree with that. Who else? Who else could you would you slide in there? Uh, Lou Williams? No. Kevin Love is still a wildly tradable asset for the Cavs, even though he was a great part of our team last year. Hey, that would be – he would be good for them. Hey, Kevin Love playing 19 to 24 minutes for the Grizzlies. Is Which is what he was good. doing for the Cavs. And, like – and he was, like, 12 and 8 or something like that. Something, like, wild and, like, 43% from three-point range. Yeah, you could – they could use that. They could use that down the way. Um, I mean, shit, what are the Celtics going to do? You know, they're going to reload – just we find anybody of, who can dribble. I told you, I already got Lethal Dribbler on the phone. <laughs> I already got Lethal Dribbler on the phone for them. Lethal Should dribbler. I order Fat Burger? No. No, you shouldn't. No? Why? Because you don't like Fat Burger? Um, yeah, don't do that. Well, what, what should I do? I don't know. What about some sushi? Do you ever eat sushi? I mean, yeah, but I never, I never order it. But it is good when I eat it. I love me some sushi. I know sushi, maybe some Thai. You put that shit on your uh, LinkedIn that you like sushi. Of course I do. You wrote Jiro loves sushi. Um. It's pronounced gyro. Thank you. Um, oh, excuse me. No, I'm... I'm, I'm Pardon uh, me. Okay. Yeah. Get us back on the... Yeah. Well, like, what is there to get back on? Like, what are we doing? Do you want to talk about, <laughs> like, like the NBA draft? I think maybe. I mean, I have no opinion. If it's not Jaden Ivey, I don't want to hear it. You know, I don't think anybody else really matters to me. Matherin? Get the fuck out of here. I guess the the draft is this week, so that's a thing. I guess that's about it. What are the Cavs? What are the Cavs going to do? That's the yeah. That's what are the Cavs going to do? What are the Lakers going to do? Did the Lakers have a pick? No. Are the Lakers ever going to have a draft pick again? That's no. the real question. Never again. Do the Lakers? Do the Lakers make a pick when LeBron James is on this team? My guess is no. I mean, we, we can talk about this with our future guest who couldn't be here today. That's like, true. I, so maybe we'll... Uh, the Lakers situation to me is hilarious. as dire as I think we've talked about it being for a while, but like it's just going to take the rest of the world to kind of catch up a little bit. It's absolute jokes. And it makes me laugh. Ha! <laughs> How does it make you laugh? Ha! Classic. Classic. Yeah, I'm a cl- I'm a classic man. This is the first time I'm in charge of any of this stuff, and since uh... it's been a while. Hello. Uh, 
Okay, so there's who else is there's uh Zach Levine is a uh question mark. It seems like he's going back to Chicago, but also like are we sure that like yes, I know Chicago was fun and cool and all this shit, but like were they, you know? Like are they like is DeMar DeRozan going to do that and get you past the Bucks or the well, then I guess the bigger question is the Nets. Like, what are the Nets? The Nets are the best team in the East. <laughs> yes, but like, okay, I feel like there's a real Trump-Pence dynamic between Kyrie and Durant right now. Where like, listen, Mike Pence eventually had to make a decision that like was for the betterment of the team, a la the country, but like li- uh-huh. like literally made it at the very last moment where like his own literal life and legacy was on the line, and I feel like that's what Kyrie's going to do to Kevin Durant. Like at some point, Whoa. Durant's eventually going to have to be like, "Yo, you're just too crazy, man! Like you can't. You're so crazy, you won't even let the team." sign you properly because they're worried about you being out of your fucking mind. I mean, that's all true, but if they play, if they play 60 games together, they will win 50 of those games. Maybe. Did I tell you about the, you remember like the, the section in in the, the Nets, uh, arena where it's like the hooligan fans. Oh, right. You mean the paid Knicks fans? Yeah. There's auditions for them this year. Should I just like audition to be one of those fans? For sure. Come on, man. That's a pretty good acting gig. <laughs> Listen, I have probably the right amount of experience to get a callback for that. Peter got a call back to be a Nets fan on the jumbo gun. <laughs> I got a call back to shout at the opposing team from 400 feet away in the back of the fucking lower ball. Sounds fire, honestly, bro. I think I think you got to do it. I think you got to do it, and I think you got to let me rep you. Oh, okay. Well, Come 10% on. of nothing is... It means everything. everything to me. It means everything to me. It takes everything, brother. All right, Michelle Branch. Um, okay. Um, no, it's everywhere. You're everywhere. It, you're everything? Is it everything? You're anything. Hmm. Is it everything? Say Michelle Branch song. It's everywhere. You're right. You're right. Which is wow. weird. What is? What did she mean by "you're everywhere"? Is that a well, common thing? When I close my eyes, it's you. I see. You know. Oh, oh, I see. You're on my mind. You're in my. In my you're mind. in my brain. And my mind is everywhere. So through the transitive property. I got it. Everything I know that makes me believe I'm not alone. I'm not alone. 
2001. Damn, that song is 21 years old. Hell yeah. What do you think Michelle Branch is doing right now? Wasn't she signed to Murder, Inc.? Maybe. She's probably hanging out at all fucking... uh... She's only 38 years old. We gotta sign her. We gotta sign her. <laughs> we gotta get her. We gotta. We have to sign her, bro. She's in a band called The Wreckers. She lives in Nashville. Cool. She's everywhere to me. Yeah, dude. Listen, if you want a basketball podcast that's gonna spend two minutes googling Michelle Branch, you have come to the right place. This is the show for you, bitch. We don't. Ha- <laughs> what do we have to say that you don't already know? That fucking Zach Lowe didn't just tell. Yeah, you. and also like that's not going to stop you from listening to this podcast, anyways. Like you're the demented no psychopath more. who's going to turn on the fucking hoop collective after this one, you and then you're going to go listen to fucking no dunks. A nut. You're a nut. <laughs> All right, nut. Uh, enjoy the uh, enjoy the draft. Yeah, everybody, I hope your team gets who you like. (laughs) And uh, also, you don't know who that is because you don't live three years in the future. So relax. Mm -hmm. Bye. Peace.